what's going on is Stokely from Soso Dulame. Um man, you know the um yeah the past um the past five years been rough. The past three years of the you know the whole you know what happened in the past three years, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, maybe four years, you know, but really it's 1920 and 21. But my goodness, man, um just the past two weeks. Just in the past two weeks, my neighbor from across the street, he passed away. I told you about him already. Uh, one of my, one of my, one of my former, one of, one of my, one of my friends growing up. Oh my God. One of my friends growing up. Um, Chris, he just basically, from my understanding, passed away from complications of diabetes I mean he always had a lot of weight on him when he was when he was young even when he was like 18 years old he was was kind of all over the place you know I mean not all over the place but you know he was um he had a lot of weight on him he had uh, a lot of acne uh, like I, I still struggle with acne um, but he used to he used to know how to cook the, the crazy thing about him is that he knows how to cook. You know, even as a young man, he knows how to he knew how to cook. You know, so him, he was he know how to you know he know how to throw down. So those times I was like 14 years old. So I mean, even as a young man, like I said, he knows how to cook. Um, but you know, we used to always be at the corner store for the most part, get a little junk at the corner store. The last thing I saw him cook. He was making like cheese sauce, like cheese sauce to either make some macaroni and cheese or put it on a hot dog or something like that. But this was back in 1990, I don't even know, man. It was back in 1996, 95, 96, you know, like 20-something years ago, you know, 20-something years ago. So I hadn't seen him because he moved to the West Coast somewhere, like Oregon or whatever, um, for some love interest that he was pursuing there. Um, you know, more power to him for doing that. But um, so, yeah. So my other friend told me that he, you know, his weight ballooned up to about in the multiples of hundreds of pounds, maybe 300, 400 pounds. And they amputated his leg, but after the amputation, he was not healing. So, uh, you know, the, the friend I was speaking to is not someone that's, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's just hearing the story like third person, and he might have heard it from him. Uh, he might have heard it from Chris's sisters, but um, you know, that sounds like diabetes. That sounds like gangrene to me that's what it sounds like and you know he's not he's not that old like he's only like four years older than me so he's about 44 years old 44 years old right okay all right so he just passed away like maybe a month ago i just found that out like i said my neighbor passed away two weeks ago um and now a guy who I work with for about a year 
went on disability recently. He was supposed to come back to work probably like this week or next week, according to one of my other coworkers. But he had some health issues where he had Gillian Gillian Barr syndrome, which I you know I don't really fully understand it, but from my understanding, my limited understanding, it affects your whole nervous system and I think it affects your affects your motility, your mobility, or whatever you want to call it, motility. So you know, he used to um, like part of his face was kind of like paralyzed a little bit. Um, his arm was a little paralyzed a little bit. Uh, you know, his speech was slurred due to the paralysis to his face or the slight paralysis to his face. He used to also drool sometimes, once in a while. Um, But otherwise, you know, his brain was like, he was smart. Um, You know, I mean, his, his cognitive abilities were not affected. That's what I mean to say. His cognitive abilities were not affected. Um, His sense of humor was not affected. Uh, you know, his ability to use a lot of curse words was not <laughs> hampered in any kind of way. Um, he was very optimistic and positive. I mean, he handled it very well. He handled it very well because um, there's even people, you know, there's a person, there's a person at the job that that would make fun of his um, slurred speech. You know, I mean, of course, you know, we're grown-ups. So we know that if we're making fun of someone, it's not to ridicule them necessarily, but it's to, it's to make fun of the situation. It's to make fun of a horrible situation. He's aware that he's disabled or debilitated or um, he's, he's aware that he is um, mutilated. I'm, I'm going to say mutilated because if you saw him, it's as if he was, uh, you know, it's as if he was attacked almost, you know what I mean? The, the way how his body was, 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 um, you know, it made him, it made him a little bit emaciated. So he used to take supplements for like to get, to gain weight because he lost a lot of weight. Um, so I, it seems like he beat the Gillian Barr syndrome, but, um, he had an instance where he, um, he had an instance where he, um, looks like what happened was he, um, he fell asleep or passed out while driving and hit somebody's car. Um, me personally, I've fallen asleep driving and collided with other vehicles on at least three occasions. One, I had four people in the car. The airbags blew out. The next time, it was just me in the car. I fell asleep. Hit one car. Drove over the the median. Went on the other side of the street. Went onto the sidewalk. Drove on the sidewalk for, I don't know, about, I don't know, maybe about 50 feet. Then came out back on the road, you know. Um, what woke me up was the first collision, was the initial collision. And, you know, I, I, when I hit the median, it broke, 
the lower control arm on the car. Fortunately, my same friend who told me about Chris passing away is, is uh, I guess you call it his step uncle, Joel, fixed the lower control arm for me. He didn't charge me a lot of money, I think. He charged me like, I don't know, like $200 or some change like that. So that was, shout out to Joel. Joel was a very handy guy. Is a very handy guy. I think Joel is still around. Joel is a, is a very handy man. Um. So the friend, the, 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 the co-worker that I'm telling you about right now, he had a, I, I can only assume he had an episode or he could have felt fallen asleep around 11, around 11 p.m., Somehow, his car ends up um, on the opposite side of the, the highway. I mean, it doesn't have a median in that highway where he was, I guess. But his car ends up on the opposite side of the highway and crashes. I guess it crashed into a tree or something. I don't know. It crashed and caught on fire. So, oh God. So, like I said, he had Guillain-Barre syndrome. His, his, his motility was affected. So when the vehicle crashes now, and this is just my imagination now. When the vehicle crashes, I'm, I'm hoping that he was wearing a seatbelt. I would believe that he was wearing a seatbelt. So when the vehicle crashes now, he has probably I don't I don't I don't you know what a car should not explode a car should not catch on fire really I, don't, I really don't know why a car would catch on fire like that um, unless there's some electrical issue that sparks are flying while the gas is pouring out um, I don't know where the battery is located yeah yeah it could spark something could spark anyhow whatever so his car catches on fire burns him I mean burn burns him in his car like he doesn't get out of the car he burns in the car so I don't know if he passed away before the car caught on fire I don't think so because it wasn't like he was even though he had that what I think is something that affects his nervous system his health wasn't bad like you know he wasn't he wasn't even wearing a mask at, at the job so it's not like his system is uh, vulnerable he wasn't you know I'm sure he had other health complications that I don't I'm not aware of but um, my, my, I hope he didn't burn alive I hope the guy he didn't burn alive but I, you know, I don't know because like I said he has an issue with his motor skills so if the car crashes shit can't really can't really get out he can't jump out the window especially with these motorized windows um, if you crash your car on the if you crash your car oh man it's just if you crash your car now on the driver's side which is I don't know what side that's called now my mind is not working which is your left side left side left side is driver's side Whew. If you crash your car now on the left side, 
hard enough, it'll crumple the car, maybe you're not able to open the door. Your battery is not working right. So you can't, um, your battery isn't working right, so you can't wind down the, you can't power, you can't power down the window. You can't power down the window. It's a two-door Jeep Wrangler. I don't think it's a ragtop. No, it's a hardtop. It's a two-door Jeep, Jeep Wrangler with a removable plastic top. Which I think you got to snap on and snap off from the outside. I really don't know. Either way, he doesn't have the motor skills. He doesn't have the motility to make a split-section decision. To jump to the back of the car and go out the back door or kick out the back door or kick out the window. I'm pretty sure I can't kick out one window out of my, out of any of my, I can't kick out the window of my car. I know that much. I can't, definitely can't kick out the windshield. I definitely can't kick the windshield out. You know? And I'm pretty sure I can't kick out the side windows because I'm not that strong. So, with his additional mobility, motility issues, he wouldn't be able to do that either. Even if he had a fire extinguisher in there, it wouldn't have done that. I don't see how he could have escaped. Because I, I would not know how to escape, especially if the door crumbled. Especially with all these power doors. No, you don't need power to open the door, actually. You don't. You don't need power to open the door to get out. No, even if the battery is dead, you can still get out. Even if the battery is dead and all that, you can still pull the door open. So he would have to take his seatbelt off, jump over on the other side, which he can't really. No, he could do that. He could do that because he could walk. He could walk. He could use his hands for the most part, yeah. One of his hands really kind of wasn't really very responsive, but one of his hands is pretty good. Oh, he had an accident with his car because he has a car and he has a Jeep. He has a hooked up Jeep. Like blue lights and blue LEDs all through it. Well, his wake was today and I didn't didn't make it. I I totally forgot about it. But, you know, I don't know. They said that he was asking for me when he called when I was on a site tour, but that was months ago. So, I mean, I don't know what I could have done. So I can't blame myself for it. I don't know. Hey, man, Steve, man, you know, say hi, man. Chris, say hi. You know, Jimmy, say hi. I, I don't even know what to say. Send down some knowledge to us. So that we can understand why these things happen. Let's understand how. <laughs> I mean, you know, when God calls you, I guess that's the time, but 
all these people suffered. All these people suffered. They had, I wouldn't say, I don't even know, I don't even, I don't even know how to call it. Because Jimmy, before he died, he had Alzheimer's. Uh, he was smearing his feces on the wall. He was sexually assaulting the, the, the workers in the nursing home. He didn't remember this, he didn't remember that, he didn't remember some of his kids' names and stuff. He didn't remember where he was. He thought he was somewhere else, in South Carolina or somewhere else. So that's a torturous, suffering situation. He didn't want to eat, according to them. So that means that he was probably emaciated. Steve, I mean, Chris now, Chris, Chris, from my understanding, was obese. Apparently, he had diabetes and was not managing it, I would assume. I can only assume that he wasn't managing it because people have diabetes and never develop gangrene. People have diabetes, and he he must have beat COVID-19 because people with diabetes are susceptible to getting COVID-19. So I, you know, I don't know. So amputated his leg, cut his leg off. My God, amputated his leg. It's not healing. So that must mean he got an infection. And then sepsis or whatever, and poisoned his whole body. They took him out of the world. And then Steve now. Either has a seizure or falls asleep. Nobody knows. He's the only one in the car. Crashes the car and is burned. Probably burned alive. Probably burned alive, man. You understand? A man that already suffered almost three or four, three or more or four years of having Guillain-Barre syndrome. Guillain-Barre syndrome is caused sometimes by vaccine, by vaccines. Vaccines can cause you to develop Guillain-Barre syndrome. This is a fact. And I don't want to get too much into that politics, but I can't attribute it it can't be attributed to the C-19, at least not this case, because he had it before. He had it before that, but it could be attributed to the HPV vaccine, because that HPV vaccine also causes Guillain-Barre syndrome. So, I don't know what caused him to have Guillain-Barre syndrome at 30, 20-something uh, years old. He died at 34, 33. He died at 33 or 34. Young man. I said, Steve, no, not Steve, Chris is 44, Steve was about 34, 33, 34, Jimmy about 77, but burned alive in his car after he did all these years of suffering, you know, he's a tough man, he's a tough kid, he's a tough kid, because he was working for the past few years, still working, driving every day you know going 
to his therapy, doing what he got to do to try to get back some normalcy at least. Working, working, working hard. Taking insults and jokes from freaking idiots at work. Like, you know, shit, man. Even taking shit from me sometimes when he's asking me to do stuff and I don't want to do it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get to it in a second. You know, whatever. Oh my god, man. Yo. You know, religion is a great thing in that it gives you some, it gives you hope. You know, and I don't even want to get into my vegan mindset right now. You know, I'm not vegan, but I don't even want to get into my vegan mindset right now because when I think about how the horrible things that happen to human beings, I start to think about, okay, well, we're slaughtering animals every day. And it makes me afraid that there's a karmatic load for that. You know, it, it makes me fear that there's a karmatic price for that. For the slaughter and the cultivation and the growing on and the raising of these animals and the separating the animals from their families and all these things like that. So, you know, it, 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 you know, but I don't want to really too much entertain that thought pattern. I don't want to too much entertain that thought pattern because it seems it's valid. And if I give it more energy, then I feel like I'll be subject to the justice, the reprisal, or the karmatic load that I have built up by eating meat. Now, hey man, you know, <laughs> yo, you know, my buddies, I, I got a buddy, you know, who's, uh, my buddy, uh, you know what, that's his life, you know, he's got my mom, Stop honking me. Stop. For the commercial interruption, I guess. I don't know. The um, yeah, I was talking yesterday. Now it's to the next day. Uh, I, I like to talk. I like to record myself when I'm by myself, and uh, I had to pick up my mother from somewhere. So I just stopped recording when she got into the car. But I don't know what I was really talking about. I was basically saying. Uh, a lot of people passed away recently, you know, I don't even know. I don't even have a necessarily feeling about it. I don't have any feeling really about it. Their souls is going up to wherever it's going to go. Return to the ether, return to the source, return to the one, the body decay, or return to not even to the earth, to a box. You know, it, it doesn't even get to be, get recycled, really. <sighs> but the... um. 
I don't know, man. Some of them I wasn't in contact with. Some of them I lost contact with. You know, some of them I wasn't allowed to see. Because when Jimmy was in the nursing home, they started, they, they couldn't, because they couldn't manage him, they wouldn't let me see him. So they just kept him in his room, locked up basically like, you know, basically like a prisoner. Um, but, um, you know, there's no, there's no, <laughs> what was I watching? I've seen a few movies, like in the movie Troy, after Orlando Bloom steals the wife from Agamemnon, and they're on the boat, and he shows um, Orlando Bloom, I think his name Paris in the movie. So Paris shows, I don't know, Penelope, I don't know what the heck her name is. Shows off the the, the woman to 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 his brother, who is. Um, I forgot what his brother's name is. His brother's name is um, uh, Her, um, um, Hector. Yeah. So he shows he shows Paris shows Hector the girl that he stole from Agamemnon, and Hector says to Paris, "Yo, so what you gonna do? Um, you gonna you gonna fight? You gonna I'm gonna send you. you, you I, we gotta send her back." Paris says, no, we're not sending her back. If you send her back, I'm going with her. And then Hector says to him, oh, you think you're a big hero, right? You think you're tough, right? You think you're going to, you think dying is, is anything glorious or anything about it? You think that uh, you're, you're going to die and, uh, you know, whatever. It's going to be all amazing or whatever. Like you're a hero, you're a tough guy. And he says to him, he asks, um, Hector asks Paris, uh, have you ever killed a man? Have you ever seen a man die? Paris responds no to both things. And um, Hector says to him, well, I've killed men and I've seen men die. There's no glory in it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This this post is taking a dark turn. This podcast episode is taking a dark turn. But I'm just reporting the news, basically. One guy died from infection or gangrene one guy burned alive in his car one man died of Alzheimer's basically in prison in the nursing home so you know there was really no glory they didn't go out in a blaze of glory or nothing like that not saying that they should not they say that they owe it to anybody but they suffered they suffered they suffered the guy that burnt up in the car he didn't have any control over that there's nothing he could do he had Gillian Barr syndrome that caused him to pass out and all kind of stuff like that that wasn't his fault what could you say don't take the vaccine that caused his Gillian Barr syndrome how is he supposed to know the medical professionals are telling you that's what you should do now, Chris, now, yeah, he could have got his weight under control, got his diabetes under control, so he didn't have to have his leg amputated. But um, obesity is an epidemic in America. I mean, he's not, you know, it's hard, especially when you have an emotional relationship with food. 
and use it to self-medicate. Now, Jimmy, there's really no way. He did everything that he could do. His hands were tied. He was turned over to the medical industry to, to help. You know, so that's that's really all I was that all about. I mean, you know, what could you do? He got coronavirus, he beat coronavirus. But then he fell in the in the nursing home, fell in one of the nursing homes and hit his head. And I think that's what precipitated um, his mental decline. You know, maybe that's why I hate hospitals. I mean, would holistic medicine have helped them? I really don't know. He said he couldn't breathe the time when he went into the hospital. He said he couldn't breathe. So what are you going to do? You're going to say, oh, sit home and be, and let me burn some eucalyptus and, and, and let me put some eucalyptus in the diffuser. He can't breathe. So, you know. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. You got to still maintain your relationship with something invisible and decrease your relationship with the material and the world because the world is food. The world is the anxiety and the worry and all of that shit. I'm sorry. It's, oh man, I gotta edit that out. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm gonna publish this one because it's very unfortunate everything that happened. But I don't really have a conclusion. I'm just making an observation. I'm only 40 years old, you know, so I don't think that um, it's a time in life when you're looking around and you're seeing a lot of people dying, you know, like a lot of older people. Uh, man, I, you know, the lady across the street died, the lady down the block really died. I mean, there's a lot of people that died within the last six months just now. So, I don't know what's going on in the world. Um, I've never got so much bad reports, but maybe I'm just paying attention now. It's probably I'm just paying attention now. You know, so we got to hold our head, man, and see what's going on. I mean, I got somebody else I need to call right now and find out what's going on. Um... That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. Like I was saying before, I even had another post that was just, oh man, this is this one where I was saying, you know, you can't save life. 